Today is January 21st, 2022. This is episode 179 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Blattis and Schichter. And welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Peter. With me as always is my good friend and co-host Quentin. It's Friday, friend. <laughs> it is at TGIF. I am very glad that it is Friday. Also with us, <laughs> friend of the show, back again, but no beach chills this time. Commie Jace of the Weekly Cooldown. Jace, hey, welcome back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. And and face reveal. Yeah, it's yeah. Big. Was I, that I on the camera last time? Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't remember either. Possibly, okay. you're, you're not usually on camera on your show, so yeah, that is true. I, <laughs> um, it's all it's all audio over here on the yeah. side of the world. The so. world doesn't get to experience your lovely '90s backdrop. It's beautiful. We were talking passed about on, it before the show. On '90s passed on the. That is the '90s. Passed on '90s. <laughs> that and the big baggy jeans. But anyway. <laughs> Every time I like look at Twitter, somebody's like, Jinkos are back. I'm like, they've been saying that for the last eight years. <laughs> they've, yeah, they, yeah, they've been back for like ever. And I no, just, they're not back and they'll never be back. I, I, <laughs> but, yeah, but I go out in public and I'm like, back. I never see any. I, well, they're back yeah, in somebody's exactly. house. Yeah, they're back yeah. in someone's style. Someone found them. They're like, oh, these are cool. I should wear them. And now they declare this are back. Comfortable? Yeah. Hell yes. They were so comfortable. They were super comfy. Like, are they useful in any sort of like going out situation? No, they're not. Like the, you were making a statement about like society and stuff like that, but yeah. you were they super comfy. Oh, they that sucked. You stepped on the uh, backs of them, and it's not only like it, it got wet in the rain. Yeah, you'd ruin. You blow out the back, and all of a sudden it's like shredded, like, <laughs> like confetti legs. And then <laughs> I never, I I was never had any. Like they came into style after I like before. Like I was too young at that point. And uh, just, yeah, I, I never experienced them. I saw I, them. I'm familiar with them, but. I always got like the modest Jinko, like like baggy <laughs> enough to be comfortable, but not crazy. Like not the 76 inch ones like I had some of my friends had. I'm like, why? Why would you like, you don't need Susan that. Susan wants to know uh, if skids are still a thing. Skids are, I mean, technically. Uh, like the brand still <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> You mean like, scary kids with a Z? <laughs> yes. Yeah, skids. Yeah, skids. Um, uh, yeah, that's what I call I, the youth on Twitch. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't think you're gonna have see you seen TikTok around with skids. But also any 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 of the the tweens on TikTok. TikTok, yes. <laughs> I, skids I'm are sorry, just but tweens. we have different I say we have different TikToks then because I don't generally get t- tweens on my TikTok. I don't get tweens. Most of either. them are like twenties, thirties, forties people. I like, get a I get a lot of sad people and people trying to teach me how to make like passive income. <laughs> I get a lot of sad people, yeah. So I get like depression and get, passive income. Yeah. I don't get tweens. I get twenty year olds who look like tweens. 
Does that make sense? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, there's like specific. Oh, I accidentally yanked my cord out. Uh, I mean, Susan, you're welcome. Go Susan scroll through my TikTok. <laughs> yeah, go scroll on TikTok. That's what they want. Yeah. <laughs> I have had to put in uh, time blocks on my phone for TikTok and Twitter because I found myself scrolling too much through them, and and now I limit myself. <laughs> like actually, like forty hours later, it's healthy. I yeah, actually do TikTok. I actually, I get like one notification every now and then, just now, even. And <laughs> it knows. Um, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to watch this video. Like the headline is always something really scary. Like, hey, look, racism. I'm like, no, I don't want to see whatever you're talking about. See, mine's yeah. nice because it's a bunch of like ace creators and like older lesbians that are being wholesome and like gaming stuff. I don't know how to how to curate TikTok. I guess uh, neither do I. I just ended up that way. It's well, <laughs> it knows me. I started following people that are doing like really smart and like fun things with TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I'm the like like a guy that's filming himself as if he's the only person in the world, and I don't know how he's <laughs> do. I don't know how he's doing it. That's the thing. Like, it is freaking me out because it's like I know it's fake. Like my my brain's smart enough to know it's fake. I just don't know how he's getting away with some of the things he's doing because he, they're like, people oh, ask him. Yeah. People are like, Hey, go to like this. Cause it's in Spain. They're like, Hey, go to this. And like, it's a, it's Madrid. So it's the, the like two, 3 million people city. Like it's a, ma- a massive city. Mm-hmm. And like, you would think there are people everywhere at some point, right? Even during a pandemic, there has to be somebody. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'll go to the town square at like 5 PM and like walks around dead empty. Can't figure it. There's no birds anywhere. Like everybody's like, how the hell is he doing this? Like even video editors, I'm like, that's hard to do. Like that's really hard to do. <laughs> I will say that there is some kind of magic to TikTokers being able to edit the videos with just their phone that I would love to tap into because if I had that skill, I'd be all over it, but I don't. And so, I'm I'm not gonna learn. So I know a little bit of the secret. Okay. They don't. They they a lot of the like bigger TikTokers actually will record the video, put it to another video editing software, edit it, put it back into TikTok and upload that. Oh, but that's a lot more work for it what? is. Some guy to look at it and comment to slur. No, thank you. I mean for for <laughs> like the bigger TikTokers, like the ones that are smaller that are just doing it because they grab their phone, they record themselves in the mirror and go for it. Those ones don't necessarily do it. But the ones that are doing like big skits or have like millions of people following, they tend to put a lot more effort into it. But I guess it's part of their income. So no, yeah, I mean, I, into a microphone. I, 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 there's some people that are pretty big, ain't doing a whole lot of effort. <laughs> They're doing a lot of other things, but not a lot of effort. <laughs> Susan just put it. We can get slurs for no effort on Facebook. That's mm-hmm. true. Don't even have to post. Yeah, just con- just say something about like you know the government to your yeah to say something yeah, about the government and follow have your family follow you. I'm sure you'll get plenty of slurs. I <laughs> went to the store today. Slur. So, yeah. <laughs> Democrats. Slur. <laughs> say you're vaccinated. Say, you're vaccinated. No. Mm. Say the word mask. Just the like. Just say. Just mention the movie The Mask and some. Yeah, yeah. Just, like. No, no. Just post a picture of it. Jim Carrey. <laughs> liberal. Liberal. <laughs> Dirty liberal. <laughs> so angry. The government. The, 
on a completely Joe unrelated Biden. note, I was talking to uh, one of my coworkers today, and out of context, all he did was mention at one point, he's like, because we were talking about things, I'm like, I'm one of the people, like, I have a visa, like, I'm, I'm, I'm immigrating here. And uh, he just mentioned, you look like you're from the U.S. Like, oh. What? Because like I, what is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I, I would, but it was funny. It was like I, I he wouldn't have picked me as someone who was immigrating here because he, I look like I'm from the U.S. And all I was thinking was like, really? I oh. tell, tell me more how you're. Pa- tell me more how you're ignorant. <laughs> yeah, sh- show your show your work, please. Oh. <laughs> what is the equation <sighs> for someone to look like they're from the U.S.? <laughs> Actually, I think what you have to ask <laughs> Caucasian. Like, oh, really? oh, yeah. yeah. What, do you, what is your opinion about Americans? And then, like, see what they're trying to get at. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, if you ask your opinion of Americans, anyone that says anything positive, you could probably guarantee they're from the U.S. Anyone who says anything else, you kind of have a fifty-fifty chance. Yeah. Right, right, right. Ch- Chili in chat says, "I mean, when I was in Vegas, someone came up to me and said I looked like I lived in the U.S. It was the first year I was visiting." Then I said a word, and they knew that I they were wrong. But chili, yeah. Caucasian, as <laughs> see, kinda... Jason and I have the uh, Hispanic. <laughs> if you just do this, <laughs> walk well, around Vegas like this. Oh, yeah. you're from the United States. Boo! Ah! <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wasn't this like a Silent Hill monster? Uh no oh, that yeah. that was that was from Gilmore oh, de Toro's uh pan, oh, yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> also not American, but hey. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Love his movies though. Well, don't I've we seen, all? I haven't, I haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth yet. It's been on my Netflix queue for like it's eight such years. a good movie. Such I a good movie. One of those movies you definitely. It's coming watch. up, I think, on its eleventh anniversary or something like that. It's pretty. It's getting, wow. yeah, but it's still like regarded as like one of his masterpieces because it's uh it's a fairy tale. It's just an interesting. It, Guillermo del Toro's got like an interesting take on like monsters. You, you want to try that again? What a fairy tale! It's not a horror movie. No, no, no. <laughs> the year. Is it not eleven years old? Is it lo- older than that? Sixteen years. Holy crap! Came out in two thousand six. Wow. Man. Wow. That's yeah. five years off. That's... Yeah. I had to Queens. look it up because I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's older than that. But yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, when we start looking at stuff like the Titanic, which is over 20 years old now, it's just. Yeah. I, don't have, I don't have the penny whistle theme. <laughs> the I've also never seen Titanic. So anyways, uh, uh, I, what have you been up to this week? I, I, would, I would actually say watch Pan's Labyrinth first, but that's me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm interested. It's been on my Netflix queue for years. Uh, I have no interest really in Titanic. I kind of know the story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty grim, pretty grim ending. <laughs> also, play a room on a door. <laughs> Thanks, James. K. This is the same guy who gave us uh, unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, but there's a sequel to that one coming out. <laughs> Let's not get into it. Anyway, so what have we been doing this week? Uh, you know, uh, I, I, Sunday night I'll be turning into a Lollafell, and I have to stay a Lollafell from now until January 29th. Yeah. Uh, so Ooh. it was designed by Chili. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have, to be, I have to be on stream twice with my Lollafell. So. Them's the rules. Planning it. We got it planned. Yeah. So it's happening. And he'll be rating. He'll be he'll be rating savage as a Lollafell. Uh huh. Mm. 
Burger, right? For, for one. Because it's, a, it's such a camera shift, right? It's, I've it's, never had a problem. It's going to be a camera shift for me, and it might it might throw. I, I don't know if it'll throw off our other healer. So that's... that's mm. So... I, I never had a problem with like healing anybody while I, th- I was a lollipop. I think it'll be fine. It might throw me off, and that's going to be the problem. I think that's what's really going to. Only if you look up and pay attention to your character. Okay. Like if you zoom out, your your camera angles are barely not, different. Yeah. Not that I got to look, sure. zoom out, and look at the screen. <laughs> well, that should be fun. I'm excited for you to be short. I'm excited just to watch him suffer through it. Yeah, that's not my favorite. <laughs> I'm a bunny now, so. And it's only because I don't really like short races, so it's not nothing to do with like Lollafells itself. I just I'm not a fan of short races in games, uh, unless they're dwarves. Dwarves. Are... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Accidentally hit that, but okay. <laughs> So either that's what short races out. that's what short races sound like to me. <laughs> they sound like party horns. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just sound like noisemakers. That that was Peter stepping on one. It <laughs> <laughs> is oh, deflated. No. Well, there it goes. Dead. Yeah. That's every oh. lava sound clip. <laughs> there we go. Did we do anything anything else this week? I feel like we didn't. (laughs) All right, here, I can give a little bit more of a summary. On uh, Sunday and Tuesday, we did our regular Savage rating. Uh, We got Mm -hmm. really close to uh, clearing uh, P1S, but uh, we're a little bit short on DPS. We don't have our full static group. We've always had people out, um, which will continue the theme through next week. Uh, But hopefully once we get our whole group back together, we should be able to clear it. We've hit and rage fairly consistently. Uh, we just need to nail down a little bit more damage to clear that. Um, on Thursday, uh, Peter and I went back into Terraria, which we haven't played in a couple months, uh, to see if we can go to the moon, because apparently that's the end game in literally everything now. Uh, so we tried to do that. We got our asses handed to us a number of times. Um, and then we realized we need to farm a little bit more, so we're going to probably do that at some point. Uh, but we have other streams coming out for Thursday, so Terraria is going to be on hold for a little bit longer again. Uh, and then, other than that, I don't know what else you've been up to. You did stuff on Monday. What did you do with Monday? Uh, we developed. That's when we uh, designed. The oh Lollafell. yeah, that was the Lollafell stream, right? We right, designed right. Lollafell, so it's pretty much so, it. It's yeah, I haven't really done anything else. Our D and D starts back next week, so we might have some tales from that. Excited about that, yeah. I got confused, yeah. and I thought the announcement for Elder Scrolls MMO was this week. I was like, "Yeah, hype!" And that I was like, true. "Oh, I hyped myself a week early." <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so, so people, people of Jace, what? Oh. I was gonna say people still can't figure out what it, what it is, even though they said like <laughs> we put a lot of hints out there. So I said you're going to the moon. Or not, <laughs> Jace? Are you going to the moon? This, did you go to the moon this week? No, I I've been to the moon four times already on Ooh. Final Fantasy fourteen. That's a um, lot. Four separate occasions. Four, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yes, four four times with four different boys, and there's four more to go because oh. I uh, 
A, I guess hate myself a little bit in some way, and B, I'm a role player. And so that means that I have to get all of my characters to level 90 and complete the story so that when role playing time happens, right, I'm not like worried about, hmm, I'm under leveled and don't have cool gear and look terrible right now. So I, um, I'm working on my fifth character. His name is Jackson. He's, he's one of my first tanks, and um, he's a paladin, and he's great. So this um, is the, uh, the expansion for him. Yes. You got all the cool gear, all the cool yeah, stuff. It is his expansion. It's his time mm-hmm. to shine. Um, Literally, it's very bright gear. I did not have a Dark Knight in, for Shadowbringers, so mm-hmm. like that didn't apply to me at all. But now it kind of does, because Jackson has both. So, um, Jackson is gonna is the is the paladin though. He's the good guy. Um, one of my several good guys. Nice. Uh, so that is happening. I've also played a lot of Destiny Two this week because I've Ooh, like I lots of Destiny Two. Didn't some new content just come out recently? I was reading something where the light level is up to like fifteen fifty or something now. Yeah, the Witch Queen is dropping next month. Oh, next month. Okay, Witch Queen expansion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not necessarily trying to catch up to the expansion. I just started like playing again. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I'm like, I'll catch up when everyone else is there, but also yeah. I, like I'm having fun doing my own thing. Didn't I think they, I'm like three expansions behind right now. Didn't they do something yeah. funky with like, like the raids or the dungeons or something like that for the next, ex- the, when the, with, with the witch queen, like you had to buy like a certain edition of the game or is, did they revert that? They, yeah, so they have the I think what's called the legendary edition, which mm-hmm. includes all of the past expansions up till now, and not the Witch Queen. Or you can get like the big Bungie expansion with the Witch Queen included, which I decided against because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get it right away anyway, so I'm just going right. to do my thing with these three, and then I'll deal with it. They also did something really wacky that I hate. Um, and I think I'm spoiled because I'm I'm coming from Final Fantasy XIV. They uh, basically disallowed new players or old players, for that matter, to go back and do like the first oh. season's content. So you can't go back and do that story. Um, there's like three or four other stories involved, but you start from the new light, um, which is like their way of saying like. Here you go, brand new story. <laughs> okay, I see what they're like. Yeah, uh, don't worry about that ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, um, they they and it's weird the way they've done it because they pretend as though, like, if you're especially if you're starting new, they pretend as though your guardian has already been slain in some big battle. And you're just waking up on Earth, and you're kind of restarting. Okay, which is annoying to me because you're in the back of a wagon. <laughs> yeah, because then they treat everything you've done as though you know it already. And I'm like, hello. It's like, did I we do, did we do this in Destiny One? Are you Destiny Oneing me right now? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, Bungie has never been good about putting Destiny lore in Destiny. Yeah, you've always had to go outside of Destiny to figure out anything that's going on, which is kind of terrible. I, I got to give him some credit because I did go back and play a little bit of the newer like expansions storylines, mm-hmm. and when my when my character had a voice again, I was like, oh, like all right, we're yeah. back at that. So I like that. That's nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, yeah. 
So um, they've they've made a lot of like it feels like a new game, which is cool because they haven't really done much to make it like they didn't pull a Realm Reborn tactic and destroy yeah. the world and yeah. then rebuild it. <laughs> um I mean they had they, the perfect they, opportunity to do so. Oh, they can do so at any time. We're all in space, who cares? Exactly. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it it's like the way that they've decided to do it is like you're dead, but then you're alive again. So now get back to work, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Isn't the whole thing with Destiny like you you can die as much as you want? It doesn't really matter. You got your ghost. Yeah, because yeah, you got the light. Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> the weird light ball like just makes you impervious. So like, all right, champ, get back out there. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, it's, it's really wackaloo, but it's also a lot of fun. I've been having it fun. Is. With it is. I am not typically like an FPS gamer. I am terrible at shooters, but Destiny's a lot of fun. It yeah. Is. It's one of the ones I can enjoy. It, it just, they have some fun bits to it. So, so and some uh, of their quests and just like voice lines are, are entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, for, for what bits of story they do give you, you know, the voice yeah. acted lines and stuff like that, they are really good. Mm -hmm. um, and they get some really good actors and voice actors to play those parts. Um, but, like, you're lost if you don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're really lost if you don't know. You exactly. Know That's how I felt last time I went back in. was like, uh, I'm like three expansions behind. What happened? I, I mm -hmm. guess that's probably why they did that. So when people get in there, like, I don't know what happens. They're like, boom, you're back. Hey, this is your, you, you died and now you're back. And this is the current. Congrats, you here. don't have to care. You don't have to care. But this is what you're going to care about. There's a witch coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, good luck, sucker. Good luck, sport. No. <laughs> Uh, but the question is like, are there any of those little like British treat things? What toe British what? treat things? Uh, Turkish delight. Oh, well, are we going through a wardrobe? <laughs> he, said, he said the witch is coming. Oh well, are we hanging out with oh, Mister? Wait, are we are we the ones hanging out with Mister Tumnus or the witch? <laughs> I'd rather hang out with the satyr. All right. Yeah, probably. Honestly, equal. Yeah. It's a Narnia reference for those who didn't get it. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's talking about places that, uh, you know, games and places that uh, exist through magical portals. Uh, Kingdom Hearts <laughs> is going to be available on the Nintendo Switch finally via the cloud. Uh, yeah, 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 there we go. See, it's, it's a portal. <laughs> Uh, how do you feel about this? Do you think it's going to work like well? I don't like, see why not. Yeah, especially if they're doing the older ones as well. Like those frame rates should be. Well, fine. they're going right up to three. They're going all the way up to yeah, okay. they are, they are, they are yeah, like three, one through so. three is is going yeah, so like everything. Be, yeah, and like they're going through the cloud. Like, like if this was just Nintendo doing it, I would be worried because Nintendo and internet just have never had a good historical relationship. Uh, or present relationship for that matter. Uh, but like Sony, on the other hand, has had a pretty good track record with it. And I think Sony is somewhat involved with Kingdom Hearts, are they not? Or Square Enix? It's Square, Square Enix. Enix. Square Enix, yes. Um, which I guess, okay, they had some issues with the internet too. So maybe it'll have problems. <laughs> but like the idea of streaming this through the cloud, like it, it could work, but it is going to depend. Like, I think this is one of the first cloud streaming games coming to Switch, isn't it? Yeah, I can't recall any others. I'm not aware of any others right now. I and I know there was always that big rumor about <clears throat> Game Pass coming to Nintendo Switch. 
<laughs> I, I mean, there's this point anything can happen. Uh, That's true. <laughs> it really. I, I mean, mean, they have to do it so they can bring Skyrim to Switch again. I mean, I mean, we know that X. We know that micro. Well, the Xbox division and, and Nintendo have a good, really like working relationship because you know they had to work together to bring Minecraft Steve over to uh, to Smash, and they had to work to bring Banjo Kazooie back over to Smash. So I feel like they have a good working relationship and it'd be really, really smart of them to try to put something like Game Pass on. Um, I I don't know. Like, I guess they've been. Do- well, I don't know. Are I, I are the Nintendo? <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of the Nintendo like classic console things or if they're based in the cloud or not. Because I don't know if they I download all so. those. I think they are emulators. I think they're emulated. Everything's yeah. emulated. Okay, so even yeah. the sixty four ones are emulated as well. But I, but I think um, it it still has to be on the cloud in some way because you need to have the online service to access them. Access it yeah. for those yeah. emulators must exist on the cloud, which means those games also exist on the cloud because all your saves um, and stuff are backed up through the cloud on Nintendo. As long as you have yes. Nintendo Online, we should say you should have Nintendo Online for that stuff too. By the way, and yes. with the online expansion pass from the emulator content for the N sixty four and Sega stuff. Uh, Which, but Chili also is pointing out that they have had other uh, cloud based ones like Resident Evil Seven, for instance. Um, but a lot of them are also Japan only. So, it, like, assuming those have gone well, and I haven't heard anything negative about those on the Switch, I can see this going pretty well. And honestly, like Kingdom Hearts franchise and Nintendo audience is a really good match like yeah playstation and micro and xbox like both great systems but their audience is definitely not the kingdom parts audience so much <laughs> it was also like also like a matter of time right because yeah they made a point to make a really big deal about sora being in smash yeah um and that more or less confirms that they're like Okay, now we're gonna play around with Kingdom Hearts stuff on the Nintendo yeah. Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've done the same with like Metal Gear. Uh, Metal Gear Twin Snakes was on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was at one point a Doom game on a Nintendo console, which uh, would mean that they have a D- Doom sixty four. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Doom sixty four. Yes. How could anyone forget the great uh, game? <laughs> that old classic chestnut, Doom Sixty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, and, and and like so many others, right? That we see that are not necessarily Nintendo IPs, but are like yeah. somewhat associated with the Nintendo identity through Smash. Now, mm-hmm. bring back Goldeneye. Yep. Bring back Goldeneye. Put James Bond. <laughs> did you know that James Bond was actually supposed to be a Smash character? I believe it. Rather, I he was did, being I did not, but a, a, a Smash character because of Golden Knights. I, I would have preferred Odd Job. <laughs> Could you imagine Maybe. Bond and Pikachu going at it? Yes. <laughs> Specifically, but you have to remember, I think he was being considered for the first Smash Bros. So specifically, the yeah, like she blocky right bond. The, the right? oh, the N sixty four block bond, like super which, blocky bond. With yeah, the, like, like well, copy pasta face. P- yeah, P- Pierce Brodson. <laughs> <laughs> Pierce Blockson. Yep. <laughs> All I right. have to go back and look at this now. 
of what? Pierce yeah, Brosnan. I can't. I can't. I no. I no. I remember what that looked like. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, I'm trying to remember what the original character set was in Smash 64. Uh, Link, Pikachu, Ness. So it was late enough that we had Pikachu then. Yeah. So it still could have happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very much Captain Falcon. I, that game is fire. Like that game is still fire. <laughs> like the oh, yeah. original is so good. <laughs> yep. Oh, such a such a good game. Oh wait. <laughs> Only to be trumped by Ultimate Super oh, Smash yeah. Ultimate. True. Twelve characters, yeah. Twelve, yeah. None of them Waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> Waluigi got screwed in every game. Wow. <laughs> Including the one he'd never been in in the first place. Yeah. Uh you want, you want to talk about Microsoft again? <laughs> Yeah, and their their relationships, <laughs> man. <laughs> it just keeps like the the thing that is so interesting about Microsoft at this moment in time uh-huh. is that their announcement has rocked the world so much that like we've literally been talking about it for like half a week, and yeah. we will continue to be talking about it until July twenty twenty three when the deal supposedly closes. Like, there will be these new ripples and wrinkles for a year. It's interesting, though, because, like... Should, should we tell people say, we, what we, it is, just in case they don't know? Well, okay, uh, Rock yes. Dwellers, what is it? it Microsoft uh, bought or is buying Activision Blizzard for $70 billion. Not million, oh, billion dollars. Like 69.4 or something. Close enough. <laughs> 68. 68.7. So you could have rounded up to 69 billion just for fun. Oh, nice. Just for fun. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but it is really weird because this, like, as you said, like this announcement isn't even a week old yet, right? Like, no, it's not. We just found out this information and it's been the talk of a lot of, like, everything for. A week, <laughs> and it's been <laughs> it's been spanning everything from antitrust to to mm-hmm. people saying goodbye to Bobby Kotick, uh, to, you know, twenty twenty three, good Britons, to you know, oh, World of Warcraft is saved, and and like all this, all this crazy, like everything, like everything oh, under the sun has been said, and Master like Chief is now in Warcraft. <laughs> Uh, the metaverse. Oh, they have that too. The metaverse. The, me- the metaverse the, gaming. The, well, uh, the, the soon-to-be Smash Bros. of Microsoft characters. Uh, I well, <laughs> I wouldn't say no. Honestly, just to see Master Chief versus some Warcraft person versus I don't know Spyro versus Bit Crash and <laughs> Sauron. Tony yeah. Hawk. Tony Hawk throws a skateboard. Hawk Sauron. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Not Sauron. I was no, no, no. I was trying to think of uh, something from ESO, but I got it mixed up with LTR. Oh, oh uh, I mean, any? Yeah. I mean, Khajiit, <laughs> just the Khajiit. <laughs> any Khajiit. Any Khajiit. Tommy Master. Khajiit. <laughs> it can happen. It's, yeah. See, that's the that's another weird thing, right? It's like that's part of this reality now. That that, that Microsoft now. <laughs> We have Microsoft. to worry about the potential Microsoft smash. Like, not not that we're excited about it, right? I'm not. I'm worried that they're gonna do it. <laughs> I'm worried that yeah. they're gonna put StarCraft and Mar- Minecraft and Warcraft together in one big with fight. Halo. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. one big fight, mumbo jumbo. 
And and Susan's correct. Uh, Su- uh, our producer in the chat. It says versus versus the peppermint circle from Candy Crush. Are they the DLT? Yes. They, they now Nothing own King. King is there. So Candy Crush is there. I can't wait for my grandmother to sign into her Xbox account to play Candy Crush. <laughs> it's so fun. It's such a. It's. It's like earth shattering <laughs> in such a way that bringing like, the generations new, together. Yeah, it is. It 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 propels us forward in a way and also is like deeply concerning and i find it very fun <laughs> so I, I i guess let's start with I, I let's start with the first obvious thing is like i guess the antitrust part of it mm-hmm. uh I, I understand where people are coming from and saying oh microsoft is now becoming an antitrust because they have a monopoly of gaming I, I don't want to be that person, but if you took the time to look at how many publishers there are out in the gaming sphere, you'll quickly see there's a lot more than what Microsoft owns. Um, there's sure. a lot, and, and there's a lot that I think people don't realize are publishers. There's there's tons and tons of publishers out there. There's tons and tons of developers out there. You know, and we have to look at companies like Tencent that are buying up anything that they can, and they're they're buying up everything so i think they're a little different though because they're not so much buying up everything as just investing in everything like they have their hands everywhere but they don't have control i mean they have their hands but some of them they they also own 100 percent of a lot of companies though they just went all out for like yes so it's 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 incredibly interesting so you are right in that (laughs) blizzard or excuse me uh microsoft is like one piece of a pretty big pie. Yeah. But the issue with Microsoft is that they aren't like they aren't doing what Tencent is doing for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Tencent is like 5% there, 25% there. Uh riot, we're just going to take you. It's fine. Yeah, that's but <laughs> you're mine. Microsoft is just like I Do you really want, want them though? <laughs> Tencent does. Um but but the the thing is is that Microsoft doesn't want any of that, right? They don't want shares. They want they, to own right. it. They want, um, yeah. and it's it's also feeds into the idea that they want to put Game Pass on everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. sure, it sounds really nice to have the mostly affordable Game Pass on literally every console, your phone, your tablet, your fridge. But at the same time, it's like. Xbox, do you have to be on my phone and my tablet? Like, can we chill a little bit? I don't really know if I need to have my games that accessible. Like, I kind of want to play games on my dishwasher. I, I, <laughs> I think also that the fact that they're having the cloud gaming now, I think that's almost a part of it as well. They're like, hey, we're backing not only because they've always had an issue. Like, it, as a person is always like has had all the consoles, you know, like for most generations, Microsoft has always had an issue, not back during the 360 days. They were really hitting them out of the park, but I, something somewhere along the way. And I will say it's the last head of uh, micro uh, Xbox division. And I, his also name is also mm-hmm. Phil, but not Phil Spencer. Uh, he, if that Phil went over to, to work for Google's game, uh, situation and that's not doing well. So you can tell how well he is about like smart business wise and gaming. Uh, but Phil Spencer, I I believe, is very much for, and it could be corporate speak. I try to give the, I try to give him the uh, a good like, you know, I don't know him personally, but I every time I've seen him talk or discuss, um, you know, 
gaming, it's always for like the betterment of like moving the like not only the industry forward, but also like gaming mm-hmm. forward. Like he's he's a gamer himself. He says like I play games. He's like I, I enjoy them. Like he every time that Phil Spencer goes and helps Microsoft acquire these companies, he tends to leave them very autonomous. Like do what you yes. want, be creative. We don't we know. I I hope that when they step into the you know blizzard situation the, the activist and blizzard situation, maybe there's a little bit of like hands-on like maybe we got to ruffle through these feathers and get some you know pluck out the bad you know bad eggs and and really maybe hire some good people in there because i think phil spencer you know and the, the and again i'm saying the xbox division i can't speak for all of microsoft but at least i know under xbox and phil spencer they're very inclusive they're very like driven forward for making people think like he's even said uh what was it this last week that he would love to help ban people across all platforms. Like, how can we get that? Like if you don't, if someone's threatening you on one platform, you would, I would love to be able to ban them across PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, like steam. Like how do we get to work that? I I think he's very difficult, but at least he's, it's on his mind. Like at least he's starting to think about it now. And that's That's, great. um, that's something I echoed. Um, he seems intensely genuine when it comes to video games, right? He mm-hmm. wants to make good games. He wants to make a good gaming industry. He wants gamers to be happy. But at the same time, like he's still a businessman, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's still currently vice president of video games, soon to be CEO of video games of Microsoft, right? So. At the end of the day, there's still that little undercurrent of, mm-hmm. well, what's going to make me the money? Yeah. And in this case, I think there's a lot of both going on because there were reports about, first of all, how quickly he pounced on getting Activision Blizzard. Almost maybe two months after the allegation started, he approached... Um, Bobby Kotick and asked like, Hey, we can take this off your hands if you want. Not in those terms, of course, but he basically was like, we got the money. Let's, let's make a deal. And the money, your stock's really down. Yeah. And now two months after that, here we are talking about it. Right. Right. Um, So he's very savvy in his approach, right? He knows that what he wants out of video games and also how it helps make the company money yeah which is like (laughs) incredibly like tenuous in a way but brilliant like he's clearly some kind of evil mastermind (laughs) it's kind of scary on that aspect right like right now microsoft like especially with this deal goes through microsoft owns a large portion of gaming and a lot of people are like that's really cool like phil spencer's awesome like this is all gonna sound really good But we have to remember Phil Spencer won't always be the head of That's, that division, that group. Mm-hmm. If he builds this beautiful idyllic empire of everything has Game Pass, everything has that, and then his successor comes in, they basically have like complete control over this huge swath of gaming. And they could go in and be like, now we're jacking up the price 10 times. All of this is console exclusive. You have to be in our walled garden. Like It, it gives them at the same time so much power to mess up. And yeah. it can be used for good, but it can also be used for really bad things, and that's terrifying. A, a good example of that is the previous head of Sony, right? The previous head of Sony was like a big, passionate gamer, like was mm-hmm. 
ushered in PS4, like ushered in, like ushered in really great things and was very passionate about putting PlayStation back on the map. And really, but then as you know, he was there for the last few launches and he was, he was, he said, it was time for me to retire, passed it on. The new head of, you know, the new head of Sony is all about big blockbusters and coming out. Who else is like about big block Bobby Kotick who, <laughs> like, and that's all he ever wanted from like, as soon as Activision Blizzard, there was an autonomy between Blizzard and Activision. That soon changed after Morheim left. And of course, there's the allegations from Blizzard that I'm not discussing that so much, but there, there was a cultural shift, shift through things. I'm not saying there that, but the, the way the business is being handled, not so much the culture mm-hmm. of, of the, the company, their values, but so much the, the gaming and development side of things that, it changed for Call of Duty. It changed for a lot of the games there. Are you not making us blockbusters every year? All I care about is Call of Duty because that makes us multi billions of dollars every year. So I want every somehow, somehow, you know, like the fact well, that, that the fact that they even we even got remakes for Crash Bandicoot and Spyro and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater shocked. I think a lot of people because we didn't think that it would ever happen. Like for like no. from the like at, and even then that company like was absorbed into blizzard so they could work on diablo 2 just because they're like well like thank you for this bye sayonara you're gone like <laughs> go work on it diablo is, for the rest of your it time is Codex, there. like mo to work on mm-hmm. what's most profitable mm-hmm. and only that and then once the profits come in on to the next one it is phil spencer's like mo to be like okay you guys do what you're gonna do you know better than i and then i will help market it we will get it out there we'll do e3 we'll do all the pressers i'll talk about what's coming up next for our company and xbox talk about how much of a gamer i am profit that's how the profit comes in between the two of them right Mm -hmm. bobby kodak plays this kind of low slow game whereas Phil Spencer plays this kind of uh, almost uh, in a way fast and loose, right? He's just letting his little minions do his thing. <laughs> and then they come back and they're like, here, master. <laughs> I, I, six. I, or, <laughs> I did the thing that <laughs> I said I wasn't going to do. <laughs> Elder Scrolls six. <laughs> Skyrim six. I mean, it's might, might be. <laughs> know, it'll be Skyrim two. Oh, t- electric boogle. Skyrim two part six. Yeah. Uh, I, and I think that, like, overall, if we look at the industry, like, from a high level overall, when companies are do that, when companies are given that freedom to kind of explore, figure out what they want to do, what they believe in, where they think they should go, they're often a lot more successful than, let's go and just build the same thing year over year. We'll release another Call of Duty, another Battlefield, another FIFA, another, like, we don't need a sports game every single year, EA. But like, we don't need these games to be pumped out every year. It's the same content slightly changed. But you see all these other like, especially, and I think this has been a huge boon for that indie game scene. Like, we see these games come out of nowhere from companies we haven't heard of before that just blow people away with some of the stories that they've had. Like, uh, look at It Takes Two from last year. Like that one, I think that one got the game of the year for for twenty twenty one. Uh, at least one of them um, for the video game. Awards, like I, yeah. I've I've never heard of the that company before that did that. Um, I was going to suggest Hades, but Hades has had a number of other successes. Like almost all of that company's games have been extremely successful, but they've all been very different games. 
and they've all just kind of gone with whatever that the company wanted to do at the time. So like same thing with Bungie, like look at Bungie when they were under Microsoft, when they either had their own autonomy, they built Destiny and it worked really, really well. And then they kind of went under Activision Blizzard and well, they're no longer under Activision Blizzard and that's been really good for them. So like we see this again and again. Part of me wants to believe in Phil Spencer and and I know that he's got to make money. I'm like, I'm not dumb to that. Mm -hmm. I I think that Mm -hmm. every, every business owner needs, they need to pull in some profit, right? You're going to, because video games, shocker, cost a lot of money to make. Uh, So, and now to me, there's, there's two things. One, I think Phil Spencer hopefully drives innovation back into Activision Blizzard. I like that. That's what I want him to like, have it like once everything's settled, the dust is clear. Like, he goes in and says, "Hey, listen, we're gonna we're gonna reevaluate some things. Of course, like we're you know like normally they're very hands off. They don't really change staff if they don't feel like they need to make make those changes because they really want people. If things running great, no need to change things, right? I feel like Activision Blizzard might be one of those times where I think he goes in and sits down and looks reviews their policies and like of course they're gonna come in with their because things can't run the way they're running now. But I think also sitting down with the teams and stating like, hey, listen, like." innovate again do not worry about making blockbuster hits make what you're passionate about i think that's and i think that's as someone who's played world of warcraft for a long time I, you can tell when the passion like left the game right like i feel like pandaria was like one of the last times they were passionate about creating that game despite like the rating and how long like the the, the expansion like you could tell there was a lot of love put into the expansion there was things in the world to go discover there was lore there was like the panda race even though a lot of people don't like it a lot of people look back on it fondly because it was the last time they saw man there was lore in the world there was like secrets there was hidden treasures there was uh daily quests yeah there's the pandas which most people didn't like but there was still like there was a section where you got to raise raise a uh, dragon from a baby and it became your mount like like there was a lot of interesting stuff in that expansion Fast forward to now, it's not the same anymore. It's like, oh, you know, you got to grind until you unlock this. And like, you got to grind to unlock this. And even like they, they can't get out of that loop. And that's a shame. It's the same for Call of Duty, right? Like the, it's the same thing. It's like, how can we reskin multiplayer and give you, oh, we're all, hey, guess what? Nuketown 4.0. <laughs> I think one of the biggest indicators of what you're talking about as it, as it pertains to Microsoft being good for these other developers, mm-hmm. is Halo Infinite. Um, because we got a really good look at Halo Infinite yeah. um, when it was first ready to kind of start its marketing plan. And when players saw it and didn't like it, Phil and the rest of Xbox was like, all right, we're, we're going back. Um, they fixed it up. It looks much better, I assume. I've only played the multiplayer. I, um, but if the multiplayer is an indication of what the single player is, I've only played the multiplayer. But it looks great. Yes. And so I think um, if if they're willing to, you know, give that, give some voice to the players to let them have a, not a hand in it, but almost like a controlling piece where they can say, like, we're not so sure about this. And Phil's like, you got it, friends. I'll take it back to the kitchen. I'll not put it in the microwave. I'll redo the whole thing, and then we'll come back out with your food. Um, in this case, food is video games. If you're not following the analogy, um, <laughs> but the, it, it feels that way, right? It feels like 
um, Phil mm -hmm. is really putting the gamers, the devs, and everyone in between in their in in his best interest and in theirs, like mm -hmm. just making sure that they're all nice and warm and cozy and ready to play some video games, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it it feels good as a gamer to know that we could be seeing some new games, some better games coming out of Microsoft um, with the acquisition of Bethesda um, and now the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Um, who knows, maybe we'll get a better Overwatch 2 timeline, right? Maybe we'll, um, maybe Overwatch 2 is scrapped and they just make Overwatch longer and better or something. Like, there's there's a realm of possibilities that we are looking at right now. Um, as the gamers, at least, that seems pretty good. Yeah. Um, what it means uh, uh, up until then, um, we'll see in July of 2023. Yeah. I could almost see them scrapping <laughs> Overwatch 2 and making Overwatch 2.0, where they relaunch the game with all the stuff that they had really planned for 2. And and really like all right, we're going to add all these story elements, and it's going to be this, and like it, and it might cost you some money, right? Like it might say, hey, it's not going to be a full like forty, sixty dollar game, but it might be like twenty yeah. bucks, thirty, forty bucks. Like here's the collector's edition for forty bucks. You get a few skins. Hands if if they're doing like a whole two point like with story and everything, I think they charge a full full game. I mean, they've done it before, where they like for Diablo yeah. three with the necromancer, where they they. They charged but, it was like twenty bucks, but but that wasn't a whole like extra story element and everything. That was just a new class. <laughs> right, like a, a paid add-on is very different from developing an entire new game. Effectively, it, 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 we but the thing is, we don't know. Like we don't know what the yeah, development right. is. So, uh, and, and, and most people have left. <laughs> have been working yes, on it. So uh, Overwatch and, now yeah. it's Protoss versus Zerg versus. Oh, God, boy, I, listen. We can only hope and that the orcs you know, come. Oh, and let's. I mean, we could hope for like good things. We could hope for a Warcraft four. We could hope for you know a, a new Starcraft game eventually. Like I don't think that Starcraft three, the Starcrafting. I, I mean, at this point, Starcraft didn't really. Starcraft two didn't do a whole lot. It didn't do well, but I could see a, another Warcraft maybe. Yeah, I could see. I, I mean, haven't tried that one yet. Not in a while. Uh, I mean, I would love to see an updated. Um, no, I would, but I would like to see. Like, I feel like Diablo Four is going good in a, in a good direction. I would like to see more of it. So, Blizzard Battle Royale. They've done that. <laughs> Here it was called Heroes of the Storm. They tried that. <laughs> oh, of course. People like that game. Was that a battle royale or was that a MOBA? Uh, oh, wasn't it? A, oh no, it was a MOBA, but it was a battle. Yeah, royale. no, no, battle royale. Like a battle royale, battle royale. Uh, yeah, like maybe if you Fortnite. if you slap all of the. All of the oh, maybe we don't get Smash. Maybe we get yeah, yeah. There we go. Fortnite but, slash Microsoft Battle Royale with all of your favorite characters. Halo Man, Doom yeah. Guy, Halo Man, Overwatch Dude. Yeah, uh, <laughs> all Warcraft. <laughs> Phil Spencer War. Microsoft Sam. <laughs> Clippy. <laughs> oh. No, 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 no! It's everyone else in the game. They just drop in, and Clippy's one of the NPCs that you have to take out. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, that now. Good luck hitting him. That hitbox. Oh. <laughs> defend. Wait. You have to defend 
Clippy or defend, defend against Clippy. Clippy? I would love oh. to see the tutorial for that game and Clippy pops up. He's like, hey, I <laughs> how to use your reticle. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that so much. And uh, also it's your I, little your little uh, destiny light your blob. Oh, yeah, ghost. ghost. Yeah, Clippy's your ghost. Like a half an hour ago. But yeah, you're a little ghost, but it's Clippy. Oh, boy. <laughs> or or Clippy in one of the uh, in like Call of Duty or something. It's like I see you're trying to aim at that person. Do you need you failed to, <laughs> you failed to shoot them like three times? Or like I see you're trying to hit someone. Do you, do you need aim assistance? <laughs> Phil Spencer, I know you're listening. Put it in. Uh, Clippy just shit talking you as you suck at Call of Duty would be brilliant. <laughs> Cass, or, I you thought know, Microsoft killed Clippy. Wait, Clippy's how, 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 how long? How long before they offer like actual DLC for Skyrim that's Clippy? Oof. It might already sure be there. I'm, <laughs> but I'm I mean, sure. official, official Clippy Skyrim DLC. Because they did official Portal DLC for it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, it's true. That is true. Yeah. So they had like the little, like the, the space ball and yeah. all what, like the emotion yeah, if, balls you can bring, if I was bring with you. Nearly seventy billion on something. I would do anything at this point because yeah. it doesn't matter. I've dropped so much money. I can continue to drop money on whatever I want, and guess what? You're gonna love it, and you're gonna buy it, and that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to point out, and I, I think I haven't seen anybody mention this on Twitter, but I'm sure somebody. Has. <laughs> I, they, I just don't follow them. Is that now Microsoft owns two of the largest MMOs? Out of the top, I would say that roughly the top five MMOs that are out there right now. So if there's Final Fantasy 14, World mm-hmm. of Warcraft, Elder Scrolls Online, Guild Wars 2, and Black Desert Online. Those are the top five MMOs currently. They're with the highest uh, uh, player counts and the ones making the most money. Microsoft now owns two of them. <laughs> and it's crazy to think that two of them both are, could be on Game Pass. And both could be on Game Pass. That's absolutely cra- a crazy thought. That's what I mean. You, it, it's it's very subtle, but you are creating both accessibility and monopolizing it at the same time. <laughs> this actually brings up a really interesting question because if they do end up putting on a game pass, would World of Warcraft still be able to exchange in-game gold for playtime? And if That's that translates at question. all, could you now farm gold in World of Warcraft to play to Call pay- of Duty? Or to play Elder Scrolls Online. Because Okay, so what you could do is this. And I, I so I want you to know this is a very real thing people do. Is that you take your gold, you buy the Game Pass token, right? And yep. you could sell the Game Pass token. Uh, you used to be able to sell the Game Pass token for Blizzard currency. Like, not actual money, but sell it for, like, Blizzard dollars. And then yeah. you could use that Blizzard dollars to go to the Blizzard store and buy Call of Duty. <laughs> or buy right. whatever stuff in Call of Duty. So yes, in theory, yes, you could do that now. <laughs> That's the thing you can but, do. But now you could do it with, if you could do it with Game Pass. It opens up a lot of more games to having this weird. You meta could pay for Game Pass th- 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 theoretically. But, and that's what I mean. Right? Like, does this now? Like, how does this affect the whole like actual economy I of have, Game Pass? I, there's somebody out there right now that's like, I'm going to play Sea of Thieves. Come on, 2023. <laughs> yeah. I think to to that point though, like do new MMOs decide now that they want to throw some money at Phil Spencer and put their games on Game Pass? Like do new MMOs like realize the possibilities and they're like, please put 
old school RuneScape up on Game Pass, please. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, that, no. that, that makes too much money. <laughs> uh, I, my thought would be is would Microsoft go to them and be like, hey, listen, we want World of Warcraft on the console. Like whatever we need to do to make that happen. Do they need to do that anymore, though? Like, like <clears throat> as you guys are saying, like they, they have two of the top five MMOs. They don't really need to go to other people anymore and be like, "Hey, we want your stuff on our console." But but Warcraft isn't on a console right now. Like what? No, but but they have like they can go in. They can just say like, "You're putting this on the console now, right?" Like they're they have control over all of those games. Chili's like they could put it on XCloud and said, "I don't know if they'd w- be willing to put an MMO on an XCloud." Yeah, that seems. There were I've, some. That were on clouds, if I'm not mistaken. Some MMOs were playable through the cloud. Um, I would think something with like low, very low latency. Like I can't see my, like it would be hard to like raid and do PvP. I think so. ESO's on cloud, right? I mean, I can check. <laughs> I believe because Stadia. That people had this issue with Stadia, right? Um, people yeah, online games through Stadia with their friends and were like, well, but can we? And Stadia was like, yeah. And then they were like, well, maybe. Um, <laughs> but that's Stadia compared to, um, you know, I would, I would be, I would, I, I'm probably going to have to like do some research on like what, how PVP and like rating are in ESO on cloud on Stadia. Mm. Yeah. And, and see uh, if it's, on and if it's good, then congrats. Like, Good on them. Like, if Microsoft can make that work, yeah, you could theoretically, yeah, go ahead and throw it on there, throw it on XCloud and just let people play via their Xbox or wherever they want. So, so, so he's like, I had to use the cloud to play Final Fantasy 14 during the media tour, also. Yeah, but didn't they have issues with you though? Like, they were saying there you had some lag. So, I would be interested to see, like, Microsoft's XCloud, I will say, is pretty solid. Like, very solid. Like I played a game that was only on console through XCloud on my desktop, and I had mm-hmm. no like there was no issues. Like I felt I didn't feel like I was playing anything different. Uh, I think it was like uh, what was it? I was playing Banjo Kazooie, <laughs> so I was just like, and that game. I mean, it's a platformer. Like you don't want something to glitch out, you'll fall. And so I was like, all right, it's pretty solid. Like it moved okay. Like I didn't feel like I was like lagging. I didn't feel like there was any frame drops. So be interested. So. There's always that old um, discussion or that old pushback on cloud gaming that, like, you know, not everyone has access to decent internet, internet, yeah, or internet at all. So, so we saw how Stadia went. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's that too. I mean, there's people that had decent internet. And Stadia still can keep up for yeah. there. So, it, it, I, it's it, all we can do is wait. Like we we were we can mm-hmm. only see like i none of it i mean eso was already on consoles to begin with i i don't foresee microsoft ever changing eso's deals or expansions ever stopping being on multi-platform so i don't think that's going to change uh we saw phil spencer saying they're still going to honor whatever contracts they have currently with multi-platform so i don't see call of duty right now being affected uh Mm -hmm. It's a three-year contract, so anything could change in 2025. Yep. <laughs> so right now, it's fine. I mean, Phil, when I, I will say, I I would love to say it's an optimistic world where you're like, hey, you know, your your Call of Duties are still going to be on your Playstations, but the way Phil worded it was very 
we're playing ball, and if Sony if something changes, mm-hmm. it's on Sony. Like that, you know, that very well could be. I mean, and he could he, he they could have worked out a deal where he says like we're going to have exclusivity rights first. You still get the game, but it's going to be on Xbox day one first on Game Pass. Sorry, you're still going to get it. Which is how Sony does their business. Sony yes. doesn't do many partnerships or buys many people people out they just kind of like hey you know i see you're making a cool game there why not let us have exclusivity for a year and then you can give it to god knows whoever and that you know be funny if the the tables turned on that Mm -hmm. so you know would sony want to play ball at that point and i could see them saying no like if we're not if we don't get first dibs on it then nobody's gonna buy our consoles then what do we want it so it's gonna it's Gonna be real, gonna be real fun here in a few years. <laughs> Can't wait to see where it goes. Completely changed. I mean, so in, in a way that is like at best very fun for the gamer. <laughs> like, yeah, very exciting for the gamer, but at worst is like, uh oh, how would the devs feel? Yeah, I, <laughs> I saw earlier. Uh, speaking of Sony, earlier this week, where Sony was considering their or they're working on or considering their own version of Game Pass, where it's merging PlayStation yeah. Now and uh, PlayStation Plus. Um, and then somebody asked Phil Spencer about it, and the first thing he said is like, "Great, that's awesome. They should do yeah. it." Like he's like, "I think that's the way forward." He's like, "I'm like, dang, this guy can't do no wrong." Like I don't like he may be an evil genius, but he's smooth as hell. Like. Oh, yeah. like <laughs> I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's him being genuine or if he's just really good at press, right? It like it's it's so hard to tell. <laughs> it's years of distrust from companies that yeah, <laughs> that I know. Makes me feel like I want to put my faith in him, but the moment I do, he's gonna like rip my soul out of my like, and then, throat. Yeah, he's he's like, I got gotcha. <laughs> Mine now. Yeah, Chili said, "Yeah, Spartacus." They're calling it Spartacus. I hope that's just a working title. Don't call it Spartacus. That's that's so egotistical. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think they can actually call it that, so... Ugh, gross. It might be Project Spartacus. Hopefully. So, yeah, like a, a working title kind of thing. Because they got PlayStation Plus and, and PlayStation Now. Do you think they're just going to like merge the names and be like, you know, PlayStation Now Plus or PlayStation? They, they could go with the uh, Apple route and be the I, or the PlayStation Plus Pro. There you go. Yeah, that's true. I wonder now the question is how, like how much are they going to charge for it though? Because really, like they have to come in at a price that's rather yeah. replacing one of them, or and then also you got to see if they're going to offer an, a PC equivalent as well. PlayStation Plow. <laughs> well, the whole separate service, Susan. That's no, yeah. not this, not this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it it, it it ends with the cigarette. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I the other thing is like they have to see if they can add the PC aspect of it, and the like, they're like they're even if they add this, it's like, all right, cool, great, but I still get more. Yeah, PlayStation Now had the functionality if you had a PlayStation Now account and subsequently a PlayStation to use it with. Mm-hmm. To then use it also on PC. What th- this would mean is what you're saying, right? They would have to have the PlayStation Plus now for consoles, 
and also the separate one that is still somehow linked for PC mm-hmm. that you don't need to have the PS5 or the PS4 for. Which, that is the kicker. Like, because they're yeah, so big on selling their consoles. I, yeah, I really don't think PlayStation is willing to give that up, right? It, like, that's that's going to be the hardest part. But I feel like, in a way, they have to. Mm-hmm. If only because they are clearly trying to phase out the PlayStation 4 in favor of the 5, and and like that will be the norm at some point, right? Everyone hopefully will have a PlayStation 5, but I, again, I did say hopefully, because yeah, yeah. it is hard <laughs> to find. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they will, so th- they have to kind of bite the bullet, and like if they really want that extra $5 from the people who want to play I don't know, Horizon Zero Dawn or something. Or no, you can get that on Steam. Like, I don't know, God of War. What else is exclusive? That, um, that's if you, not as exclusive anymore either. But it, that's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> Well, whatever's left, Spider Man. Um, there we go. If you want access to that and you want to get it through the PlayStation Game Pass, but you don't want to go hunting down your local Walmart for a PS5, mm-hmm. then yeah, they're going to have to like let it go a little bit here like loosen loosen the reins i think i think a smart way of doing it would be to say hey listen we're gonna launch it the very first game on uh playstation plow on pc (laughs) uh is gonna be demon souls and like that's a game that's never seen in a pc launch unless somebody did a weird port or they're emulating it uh and then so, like, say, hey, we're the first thing that's going to be on the PC thing is demon. Like, can you imagine like people freaking out about that? Like, hey, let's like, f- sure, let's go. Let's. How do we make this happen? Yeah. So it could very well happen. That's so. supposed to come out this spring. So unless there's some news that like we're expecting news any day about what it's called, how much it's going to cost. Because if if it's a spring launch, then they got to get on the ball here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get it really close. So, and Spartacus Gang, and the chili highlight PlayStation Plow. That's my name. My game, my name again is PlayStation Plow. So, uh, what? This says it might be sooner than you think, but that's all he's gonna oh, say. Uh, uh, how do you know? I'm gonna say, yeah, chili, chili secretly works for Sony uh, and Square Enix. He works for everybody. Speaking of chili, I, I, I think, I think, I, is there anything else we uh, can discuss about? Microsoft and Blizzard and ABK and all that fun stuff. At the end of the day, I mean, I, you mean we can get back into our actual podcast topic for the day. Possibly, uh, like, right. I, I think there's if there's anything. One last thing, I, I just hope at the end of the day that the employees that were are still affected and were affected, uh, past, present, or and or future that are still at the company or have left the company. I hope there is some resolution to all this. I do hope they still push for their uh, union. I hope Microsoft doesn't try to block it. I hope that they they still like I just let them let give them what they want. At the end of the day, I yeah. hope Microsoft mm-hmm. if if someone's going to come in and give them what they want, I hope Microsoft does it. So that is my my sentiments exactly. So that's and pay them. Pay them well so they're not sleeping in their damn like parking lot. <laughs> they deserve it. Like come on. You you just paid seventy billion. I think you could raise them and give them a, a living wage. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. all right. Well, speaking of our uh, friend Chili, uh, 
Chili wrote another game review, so check it out. Uh, check out his review from Rainbow Six Extraction on PSU. Uh, we'll put the link in our show notes uh, so you can check it out. Uh, Chili, uh, Chili shot somebody and and talked about it. So in the game, not IRL. Or many somebodies that we're <laughs> aware of. Mm-hmm. I mean, murder theater. But anyways. So uh, uh, we we spent a lot of time. Essentially, we did a we did an episode of the weekly cooldown here. <laughs> yep, I takeover. It's mine now. So uh, the Maelstrom like, Radio takeover episode, uh, yeah, or the weekly cooldown takeover episode, I guess. So uh, we, we were going to use this episode to like actually touch a little, uh, touch some base, and see how you're doing, and see how your show is doing. You touching? Oh, thanks. Uh, the base uh, and. <laughs> It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. We're here. Laugh on mic. It's better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not laughing. I'm. I am questioning. Questions on words. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) this is exclusive uh, Twitch and YouTube uh, content. (laughs) (laughs) People are gonna uh, come to our Patreon where you can pay for all the touch the base to touch the base. So amen. Uh, so how, how is the weekly cooldown doing? How are you, you know, how's your show progressing? I, I listened to this week. Like I said, uh, we, you know, everybody's been talking about Activision Blizzard. Clearly we did for almost, you know, over yeah. an hour. So, yeah. Uh, um, so we're starting back up. We took a little break between like, you know, Christmas and my birthday's on the 6th. So I usually like to take my birthday nice. off. Well, Happy belated. Yeah. God bless. Thank you. Um, but we're starting back up. Um, we did 142. Um, there's a car passing by. (laughs) It is so loud over here all the time. (laughs) um, We just did episode 142, um, last week. And then this week is 143 where we also did a very deep dive into Blizzard, um, acquiring Activision. Um, the last two episodes have been with a new friend of mine named Walt Braley. Um, who is super funny and it's very easy to riff with him. So it was a it was a good time um, both weeks and we're getting back into it. So next week is whatever gaming news happens, and the week after that is February, which is when we usually do our uh, Black History Month um, episodes. So that's going to mm-hmm. be all black creators. Um, and then March and April, who knows what happens. Um, who knows what Activision will Chaos. be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what Microsoft will be up to then? Um, Microsoft acquires Nintendo. No, I will say that <laughs> my small hiatus has not been all breaks and snow days. It's also been me working on another podcast. What? Ooh. Yes, I have two podcasts now because I'm a mad <laughs> man. Um. I also now, host now the greatest gaming game show ever. So you guys did not game show me. Ooh. Which is a blessing. <laughs> because I have been playing the role of game show host now for the past six episodes. So I'm doing an eight-episode season. I'm mm-hmm. going to take a break, record a whole bunch more, and then come back probably in the spring-summer for season mm-hmm. two. Um, it is um, a... It's like a labor of love, this show, um, because <laughs> largely because of COVID, right? I uh, 2019, I was like, I'm going to go do comedy. 
I'm going to go do this. <laughs> I'm going to go do that. I'm going to like really come into my own. And then COVID hit. And I was like, yeah, depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to so, come into my PJs and have depression. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then I'll so, start a podcast. <laughs> mid uh, 2020, I decided I should try and workshop something. Um, I did a pilot for what is now the greatest gaming game show ever. Um, and I released it this December. So there's been, uh, so far six episodes, um, of the show. Um, each one slightly better than the last <laughs> because, uh, I, again, it's like me trying to put a little comedy into my podcasting a little bit more than I do on the weekly cooldown. Mm -hmm. Um, having fun with the guests instead of really deep diving into more serious topics like the uh, weekly cooldown can often do. Um, and also um, donating to charity. So whenever someone loses on the greatest gaming game show ever, their earnings are then donated to charity. Um, and it's often been the case that the winner also says, actually, I don't need the money. Let's put that to a charity too. So we are doing a lot of kind of healthy kind of uplifting of one another while also making fun of them because that's what I do on the show. So it's a lot of fun. Um, it's, it's great, great fun. Um, and I hope people listen to it a lot and like it. Um, it's also one of those shows that like you can pick up and listen to anytime. So I'm hoping that that kind of helps the, uh, grow growth a little bit because the weekly cooldown is so like, you know, current Top, topical. Yeah, yeah. Where this is so the, hard. Yeah. So your new show is more evergreen. So anybody can go back and listen to anything. And yeah. And you should, um, episodes come out every Wednesday. So it's middle of the week when you're feeling like almost there. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. You listen to Maelstrom radio and, and DG game show. <laughs> and then you, then you recover and you listen. To <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when you need something to clear, cleanse your palate. Listen to me be a monotone host. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, no, it's a lot of fun, though. And I hope I, I actually have. Um, I want to do two episodes and then a special bonus episode. Um, so I want to see if I can nail you both down <laughs> for one recording. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure we'll schedule it. I'm sure I'm sure Susan is over there, like already typing the message out. <laughs> It depends on, what, on the scale of one to ten. How much chaos do you want us to bring? Oh, bring it all. That's Sweet. see, that's what I'm trying. This, to This show is probably like a four, just for reference. Okay, on a scale of what? Like a, <laughs> ten, ten five. We'll, we'll get up there. Yeah, I love it. Oh, Susan also says some of her favorite weekly cooldown episodes are the solo ones and embrace the monotone. Oh, the one that's just me on it. That's nice mm -hmm. of you to say. I feel like unless I have someone to talk to, <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to say by myself. <laughs> so I always need to like bounce it off someone and someone needs to tell me I'm stupid. And that, so that that's I how this show works. Yeah. yeah. Just I, 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 Peter yeah. doesn't want to talk by himself, so he talks to me and I'll tell him when he's being stupid sometimes. Yeah. There you go. Great. I think that was the original like pitch when you asked me too, wasn't it? Uh, something like that, yeah. <laughs> It's a good dynamic. What if we talked about Final Fantasy and then you told me I was stupid like every other 30 minutes? <laughs> uh, 
Menphilia, <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> she didn't. She doesn't deserve that. She didn't deserve it then, and she doesn't deserve, deserve it now. It now. Then a little bit, but a little bit, a little yeah, bit. She deserved it. She called us one minute, two times back to the, the everywhere. Yo, what <laughs> Waking sands, people? rising stones. <laughs> this is really funny because Susan didn't actually know about the greatest gaming show ever, and is since subscribed in the last two minutes. Uh, yeah, but but she, some of the questions that like, we had right now were like, "Do you have any other podcasting projects? Like, what have you been up to?" Yeah. Like, well, then oh, I just kind of yelled it all out. Just, the just surprise. Yeah, he technically yeah. already answered our Final Fantasy questions. <laughs> really, oh, really? What was that? Yeah, where are you at in Final Fantasy, and have you completed Endwalker? I mean, technically, you're completing eight times. <laughs> Almost eight times. So. Coming up on number five. Yeah. <laughs> um, no spoilers. The, we got another week. So, or another two weeks. The thing about finishing or going through an expansion, <laughs> especially one like Final Fantasy and Walk, Final Fantasy fourteen, and <laughs> the, the field mm-hmm. strip. Yeah. So, like the first two or three times, you're like. God damn it, it's still hitting me. This hurts. And then by the fourth time, you're like, all right, like I can do without the music. Can we stop? Yep. Like, <laughs> um, yep. But it also gives you a chance to like, like uh, every, every one of my characters has a different job. So I go mm-hmm. through and I pick the trust dungeon NPCs based on whatever job I'm doing um, at the time. So I have to do it on a healer soon. Um, and then that'll change the dialogue that you get. Um, while you're running the dungeon. And that's always really eye-opening to me, and I really like that they um, added that with Shadowbringers. Um, so it's been interesting to do it as a tank, and so now I'm going to do it as a healer after that and see you know, what happens when I exclude Urianje and, <laughs> and Alpha and from my party. I think I always excluded Urianje, so you'll be fine. Yeah, for the most part. He's yeah. like... I don't feel like... Alfie was always there, though, so... Always well, there. Small child. Tiny boy. Him and his sister whenever I could. They, they were good helpers. Actually, wait, no. Alfie was never there. Tweens. <laughs> Tweens. He's a healer. I'm a healer. Did not work out. Oh, He's yeah. Bad. That's right. He was never there. Well, anyways, can't do spoilers. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we, no, we cannot. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, uh, I mean, since we we already kind of know that you where you are in your final, like, where do you, where do you expect us to be going uh, in the future? Ooh, but but we can't do a spoiler still. Well, That's a hard not. question to answer with spoilers. Well, don't say spoilers. But where do you think we're going in the future of this game? There we go. There you go. There's no spoilers. It's just it's now theory craft. <laughs> um, all I can say is I don't want to world hop anymore. I don't want to go to other places. I don't want to go anywhere. I I want to go. I want to farm on the source, right? I don't want to go to other uh, worlds. I don't want to go through portals to other places. I want to like firmly plant my feet on the ground and walk somewhere else, right? Like I don't want to. I don't want. I think we've seen most of the ground we can walk on. Got to take a boat now. So, oh, that's true. That's fair. You're right. I will give you that. Um, maybe I can walk on the water. We'll, we'll um, get some ocean fishing going. Oh, that oh, man, some really good ocean fishing. 
but one that takes me to other places, other lands. <laughs> um, no, yes. I, that's we my need to go find the bunny cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of like, you know, um, Authard and Mercidia. Yeah. Um, I want to see those places. I want to see the new world. I don't want to go to other people's homes. <laughs> I don't want. I want to go. I want to stay at my house. <laughs> we we can go to the moon again. It's like, uh, what's in photocopy C of this planet? <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah, I I really like. It, it was a good dynamic one time. If I have to do it again, I'll be really upset. <laughs> go into the, the the alternate dimension where we have Alphano and Alize, but they switched colors. Yeah, that would be and and Alphano's like. Really it's edgy okay. for no reason. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, blue alpha no. <laughs> well, they're green and yellow this time. <laughs> green and yellow, and they're tank. Pur- purple and, and yellow, uh, and they're really. just wah yeah. alpha no and wah alice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Just how I like it. We both have mustaches. Yeah, wah alpha no and wah alice. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Evil Monfilia says, "Pray leave." I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> we have our show title. Oh no! Wow. Oh no! <laughs> I love we it. spend like an hour talking about the Activision Blizzard thing, and our show title is like the five minutes at the end. We're talking, <laughs> posting about what we shouldn't be doing. <laughs> That's great. That means they have to listen all the way to the end now. <laughs> yeah, that sums yeah. up our whole philosophy here yeah there you go i love it i'm into it but yeah i just want to i want to see the source i um the one that i i started um final fantasy 14 as a 1.0 player um and i always loved the one thing that there is to love about 1.0 which is like traversing the land on foot having the ferry come by i know most people hate like the timed ferry that comes by to pick you up to take you to Limsa but I loved that, right? I loved that kind of like immersive walking around. I like to explore. I so, completely agree with you. The fact that we have not explored <laughs> as much as I liked. Um, I love Thavnir and I love Charlian, um, but I want to go more places. So that is my ultimate dream. That's where I hope we're headed. That's where it seems like we're heading, right? Um to see more of this world, not someone else's. So I'm I'm hopeful that uh things things go in that direction. Mm-hmm. 7.0, take me to Dragonland. Or Wizard? No. Where the dragons are and the tree people. Sure. I think that's the same place. Yeah, yes, you're you're correct. I, I agree. I do. I, I think there's always something to be I said like about, uh, like when MMOs add, like, oh, this the fairy comes now, like, right? Because it's like a time thing. You know, it makes the world feel more a little more alive. And I always mm-hmm. say that, like, Final Fantasy struggles a little bit in that aspect. Like the 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 story is great. There's there's nothing against the story. It's more of how do they make the world? How can you make the world feel alive? Oh, there's a timed boat that comes here. I like it's those little things. I know it's, it seems weird, but it's those little things that do. They're very annoying though in practice. They they, they are cool, and, 
I, they are very annoying. But, you know, if you do it right, you can make it like, oh, this loops through every minute. <laughs> so. I mean, you still have you the teleports. Like might be. You a, still, you yeah. still, I mean, you still have, you know, crystal power transfer. So it just. <laughs> the crystals. You know, you do that so you can take boats between places. But while you're on the boat between places, you can fish. Now. Yeah. Like that would be great. That was EQ one, right? Like when they used to travel. Like Could you fish on those boats? I thought so. I have no idea. I've never I, really dealt with boats because, like, because like boat travel would take hours. <laughs> That's true. Maple Story turned it up to a hundred. They said, "You want to get on this boat? Okay, we're gonna make you wait ten minutes. Then, when the ten minutes are up and you get on the boat, there is a fifty-fifty chance that you may have to fight some Balrogs. Uh, what? You're only level thirty. Good luck, loser." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> like, oh, you so went, went on the wrong boat. <laughs> like another boat passes by, I see the oh, Balrog boat. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those guys. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire. Like max level characters <laughs> wearing like top end gear. Like hit <laughs> dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Have the yeah. shoulder pads. Yeah, the giant, the giant shoulder pads that are on fire. <laughs> I still never got to actually fight those Balrogs and win in Maple Storm. So, so you got, you got a pretty very lucky. Yeah, you're saying you're very lucky. <laughs> no, what I mean is like I've been attacked by them. Oh, what oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying is you've been murdered by the Balrogs multiple times. Okay. You 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 can't get, you haven't gotten revenge yet. No, never gotten revenge. I don't even know if they still do that, but I hope they do. One day I'm coming for those Balrogs ass. <laughs> we could only hope. Uh, well, thank you very much for coming on again. We've gone a very long show today. It's been awesome. Uh, thank you again so much for coming back. Uh, you, you actually came back. Yes, I love being here. Bring me back more often or else. We already have some plans that I was sharing with Susan in our private channels. So, yeah. Excitement. I know I don't sound like it, but I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I, I understand. Uh, but yeah, did you want to tell everyone where they can find you? With all your yeah. new expanded places they can find you? Yes, I come with my <laughs> own expansion pack. Uh, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Is I'm it free? Streaming. No, well, yes, it is. no, it's all no. Free. Microsoft will buy them. <laughs> for seventy billion. You'll be on the Game Pass. I'll, I'll share the your whole entire like uh, like the Minecraft. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just tweet, <laughs> just tweet nonsense. Yeah, I just tweet now. <laughs> um, yes, you can find me on Twitter at Kamijace Gaming. Um, I won't spell it for you. Sound it out phonetically. Susan's um, got it in the chat, and we'll have it on the show notes. And this goes live. I hope you can read. Uh, <laughs> you can also find the show uh, Weekly Cooldown on Twitter at WK Cooldown. And you can also now find the Greatest Gaming Game Show wherever you get podcasts. And of course, on Twitter at GG Game Show on Twitter. Right on. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, Peter, did you have anything else? Uh, Monday, uh, I will be a lot of hell. So join us at 6 p.m. Pacific, mm -hmm. 9 p.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. GMT. I will be playing Final Fantasy 14 as a lot of hell. Uh, so if you, if you, this is a one week thing, like you will only get to see it that week. 
I don't. One week only. Be there. It's a kind of be there and never see it ever. So, so I look like little JC's dad. So if you know who Jesse Cox is and his character, I kind of like his Lawfell's equivalent of his father. Yep. I had no idea who you were talking about. Little little Jesus Christ. Well, I look like I look look like God. And (laughs) and if if anything, in Final Fantasy, that means my my days are up. (laughs) True. We will slay you. So uh, we also have a game stream coming up next Thursday, same time, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. GMT. Uh, I don't believe we've settled on a game yet for that week. Uh, but I, th- I, we, think, we, I think it's going to I think it's going to be Final Fantasy. So we can get two of uh, unless we're doing yeah. specials games. But I think it's going to be Final Fantasy. I think we might be doing Final Fantasy, but keep in touch and, and we'll, we'll confirm that. Uh, however, next week's also a special week because uh, it is the last week in January and we are starting Saturday streams for the podcast. So uh, our next podcast episode will be Saturday, January 29th at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern or 8 p.m. GMT to help sort out uh, some of our uh, European members. Uh, We're actually going to be having our first Saturday episode with Arjuna Griever from Team Whiskers. Mm -hmm. Uh, With that being said, on Friday, January 28th, at our regular podcasting time, because we now no longer have a podcast, we are going to be hosting our first community game night uh, of the year. So at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. GMT, you can come and join us. We're going to be playing Pummel Party, which you can pick up on Steam. It's like a multiplayer Super Smash game. We can have up to eat. Sorry, not Super Smash game. Mario Party game, uh, which basically is a very violent, bloody way that you can go and kill your friends. And you can literally take a wrecking ball and smash the hell out of them. Great. I've done it to Peter. Yeah. With that also being said, well worth uh, the 15 oh, bucks. <laughs> well worth the $15. And you can possibly get it on sale too, uh, although I, I don't think it's on sale right now. Um, with that, we are also still currently with, uh, have, we have two goals currently running on our stream. One is our uh, channel point goal, and we are currently uh, 58% towards our streaming goal. So if we raise another. 41,000 uh, channel points uh, within the next, I don't know how many days are left on this. Got to go. 26 days, we did increase it. So in the next 26 days, if we can raise all those channel points, uh, I will be starting to do a solo stream. Uh, and when we reach 777 followers on Twitch, we are going to do a Kigurumi stream. We are currently sitting just over 700 last I looked. Uh, so we are getting very close to this number. Uh, oops, sorry, just over 600. We are at 622. Uh, so 150 away or so. Uh, so go ahead, follow, tell everyone about us. And then we'll get around with a Kigurumi stream. Uh, finally, as Susan likes to remind us every single stream, uh, please go ahead and email show at maelstromradio.com. We are looking to do a mailbag episode. Feel free to mail us anything. You can do art, poetry, your views on something. If you want to just say hi, if you want to ask a question, Peter will be ask, answering live questions all that whole episode. Uh, so send them all into us. Remember, if you are doing anything artistic, keep it. What was it that we used to say? Sensual, not sexual. Yep. <laughs> well, I can remember our old like five year old terms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, Peter, if you want to take us out. All right. For Quentin and Commie Jays, my name is Peter. Till C swallows all. Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media. 
produced by Flattis Shintier and Susan Sprinkle. Join us live Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Send email to show at maelstromradio.com, tweet us at maelstrom underscore radio, or join our Discord at maelstromradio.com slash Discord. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on today's show. 